Well, hey! Welcome to Spooky Shit. Well, hey. Well, hey, yeah. It's 4th of July. Happy 4th. Yeah, when we're recording this, it's the 4th of July. Probably not when we put it up, though. Probably um, not that. Wow, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? Well, I hope you all had a great 4th of July, and I hope you, you know, you put on your trunks and drank your brewskis, praised mm. America. Yep, I had a matching outfit with my mom, Stars and Stripes. We had tacos. It was a whole thing. It was great. That's fucking amazing. I did nothing. I got ramen today. That's also good. I went it's to work. It's also very good. Yeah. So, happy I mean, fourth. Yeah. Plus, I have no work for like a four-day weekend. So, thank God. Wow. Wow. Good for you. Happy for you. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't all, I guess, have this wonderful life. Um, anyway, we picked a uh, dark and spooky one today, folks. Yeah, guys. This one, trigger warning is dark. Mine's, my story sucks. It sucks on ice. And my I just story... got to tell you. Yeah. It's not... I don't think it's that bad. But, like, we're not messing with, like, cute, fun monsters today. Not, like... No. Like, mythological shit. We're going straight mm-hmm. demon town again. And you mm-hmm. know I fucking hate demons. Okay, just to be clear, we are talking about exorcisms today. Exorcisms, specifically. We are in movies. In media. Uh, yeah, like inspiring movies, and I just I don't like demons at all. I might believe in yeah. them. I don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. They're all up in this shit, and I don't like the idea of them being able to live in your brain hole. Right? Yeah. The thing is, like, they do live there, and then they like take it over, but you're also there. They can also uh, like live it up in your house, and I'm like, why yeah. can't they just possess my house? Why do they have to possess? my brains uh, i don't know like they need to be able to talk and spew their nonsense but when they talk they're always just like your mother is a whore you know like it's nothing like right. important yeah you can make my like tv message. say that or some shit like you don't that's true or the radio yeah and like all the flopping around and like weird i know it sucks it's not necessary demons like yeah know your boundaries take the house like nobody wants that I saw the exorcism when I was like 17 because everyone told me my whole life it was too scary for me to watch ever. And I watched it and I was like, whatever. They were, were they right? Uh, no, it's fine. But probably because I met the little girl who plays, who's the kid that's, uh, you know, oh shit, possessed. Yeah, because yeah, she's like this animal rights activist. <laughs> my area in southern california so i met her at like pipples and friends events and i'm like that's just that lady that's amazing she's like i was in this one like insane movie that like made everyone shit their pants and now i love dogs yeah that's like her whole thing she's just like an animal rights activist now i love she's never been in another film she's like i'm i'm done with this now um yeah thanks for all the crazy makeup so people don't associate me with that (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you would never recognize her. She would yeah. have to tell you. She's just but. a nice dog lady now. So I I don't really um, have a, ba- a really bad association with demons. I mean, like, ghost stuff scares me if I get too into it. But mm-hmm. just like if the idea of a demon comes to mind, I'm like, whatever. I just don't like them. I just don't like them. And I'm not religious. And I just don't. Um, 
That's fine. It's valid. But I know that, like, exorcisms is what you do. Like, you don't mm-hmm. mess with that, like, blessing shit. Like, you don't go to, like, to church more. Whatever. It doesn't help. You gotta exercise that shit and do it right. Yeah. And, like... So, what's the process? You get a priest in there? Oh, yeah. You gotta get a priest in there and, like, a good priest. Not, like, shitty back alley one. Like, a good one. <laughs> Yeah. And I know this because of all the times I've I've talked about this before, but all the times I watched a haunting on Sci-Fi. I have you? Ta- yes, you have. I mentioned this before, and yeah. whenever they try like blessing a house or like blessing a person or whatever, holy like like do the sign of a cross on someone, it doesn't fucking work. It just mm. makes them mad. You got to exercise yeah. them, and you got to like exercise them again because those little bitches come back. Like, they don't just leave. They're like, oh, okay, I'll go for now. But, like, you just wait. Mm. Because they're shitty. So, um, let me tell you about exorcisms. You want to know? Yeah, God, yes. Let's get into it. That's why I'm here. So, if you didn't know, it's the process of casting out demons out of a person or a house. But we're talking about people specifically today. Mm. Um, So, if it's, like, in, in Catholicism, if someone's doing an exorcism they have to be an ordained priest but it's not always that way in like christianity like anybody can do it <laughs> they're, they're like simple ones they're like yeah anybody can do a little exorcism here and there wait just like any person do they have to be a christian uh it, probably if they're doing it but like uh yeah it, just it's like your varies. mom's yeah your mom could be like no more demons and you're like thanks mom oh that's super easy okay cool yeah. i hope i get a christian demon Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Because they'll just go. Like the Catholic ones are like, Mm-mm-mm. I need like the bishop's permission. I need like the Pope to be chill with this. And I need like all this shit. Um, yeah. But you know, exorcisms are not only in like Catholic and Christian ideologies. What else also are they in? in? Like Islam and oh. Judaism and Hinduism oh. and like Taoism. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, I would never have known. Go into it. Because we're focusing on the, like, bad daddy Catholic exorcisms. Bad daddy? Excuse me? The big, the big one. Because they're, they're (laughs) all about it. Who's daddy? The bad one. Oh, God. You've made this much worse than (laughs) it was. Yep. So, demonic possession is not a psychiatric or medical diagnosis. It's not recognized. It's not a thing that's official in any kind of scientific or medical community. Um, Hmm. They do not believe it's real. They all just believe it's symptoms that are associated with physical or mental illness. Yeah. So, like, back in the day when exorcisms were a lot bigger in, like, the 15th century, people had, like, schizophrenia. And they're like, you're possessed. You're hearing things talking to you? Demons. And they're like, ah, I have paranoid schizophrenia. Nobody knows what that is yet. But did you know there's actually a form of monomania that's associated with being possessed that's called demonomania or demonopathy? Oh, yeah. So there is like a term. Yeah. So there's a term and it's like the belief that you're possessed is a part of monomania. It's not like you're actually, but it's it's goes along with that mental illness. I was going to ask about that because you said there was no, like, medical thing, but people really believe they're possessed. Yeah. Just like how some schizophrenic people really think, like, their family has been replaced with clones. Right. So they, they, like, acknowledge the fact that it exists, 
like that people have these feelings but they're like it's not real it's part of their mania yeah um and they also believe that when people feel like an exorcism works it's uh either the placebo effect or just like the power of suggestion that Mm. like kind of works into their fantasy or their delusion and they're like since it works into my formula of what i believe i need to be cured i'm cured right yeah that makes sense yeah or actually you know just uh medication (laughs) probably therapy will help too yeah i mean like that you hope they would do that as well as their exorcism or whatever yeah so exorcisms are happening like all the fucking time back in the day like everyone believed there were demons in in their like back house in their brain and their child but uh they began to decline in the united states by like the 1700s like nobody gave a shit Mm -hmm. at that point like they were more concerned with like taxes and whatever. <laughs> so, um, it, they occurred like very rarely until about like fifty years ago, where it fucking spiked like crazy. Like in the sixties and seventies, there were like between the sixties to the seventies, there was a fifty percent increase in the number of exorcisms. Performed. Oh wow! I wonder why that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, probably something to do with the movies we're going to talk about. Yeah. Well, before. Before we get into the stories, I believe you would probably want to know how to perform an exorcism. Holy fucking shit. Yes, yes, yes. Because I found some great instructions online by a very interesting website that had a lot of different colored text. Like nice. Weird. Like what font? Backgrounds. Yeah, like Times New Roman, but like pink on a black background. Oh, no. That kind of website. I'm so, glad you found this. Number one, how do people get possessed? We need to know this first, right? Yeah, that's true. So w- one thing you could say, um, now I don't want to say this out loud because I feel like it'll happen. Oh my God, you have to. Okay, so you you simply say, come in evil spirits. Okay, well, I did <laughs> just see your aura disappear. Okay, good. Um, yeah. So you say that, or you sell your soul to the devil, you know, classic. That yeah, would bring how do in. you do that? Um, just play with the... Uh, a Gia board. A Ouija oh, board. A Ouija, a Ouija okay, board. Um, you just like mess around. Have it around. They'll Wait, like, what sweet. if... Even if you just ask the Ouija board, like, who likes... Which boy likes me? If you don't close that portal. Damn. Okay. If you don't close that shit up. Fine. Or uh, if you do illegal drugs or drink too much alcohol. Oh, <laughs> Okay, right. because apparently, apparently, drugs will weaken your protective aura, and <laughs> then the devils can get in. That's why okay. people do crazy stuff when they drink too much because of the demons in them. It's because you're poisoning your brain. Yeah, but I guess that's so basically demon drunkenness poison. is just like demons having a party in your brain. Hmm. Okay, so how do you exercise a demon? Let's let's get this down. Number okay. one mental preparation you gotta um, prep that mind you need to believe that you can do it i do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. spiritual preparation all he said was this is lots of prayers and fasting i don't want to do that i don't want to do that though because like i need to eat my hot dogs and my tacos because it's um it's america's birthday it's america day yeah so we're, we'll skip that step, but like believe, we believe. We believe really hard. You got to cleanse, cleanse your area. So got what? some incense candles, some Windex, like oh. make sure your space is pure. That's all I'm saying. 
and you burn the Windex. You burn the Windex. Mm. You just get that bleach and those crystals. Hmm. You got I don't that know pure if you space. should combine those. Yeah, it said whatever you want to do. So honestly, oh, okay. I feel like the more you got, the better. All at once, hmm. throw the incense into the bleach, rub it on the walls. Hmm. Walls? I don't know. <laughs> I have my security deposit was really big. Okay, rub it on yourself. Um. Okay. I okay. I'm doing it. Number four: rituals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's lots of different rituals. Most of them involve cute props and prayers. Again, with the prayers. Cute props? Yeah. So, when you got some salt, first prop. Okay. You got some salt, do some prayers yeah. on the salt, yeah. which involve being like, salt, you, you're holy or whatever, and demons, fuck you. Um, mm-hmm. Then you get some holy water, do more prayers on that, be like, this water is the shit, these demons. That's the prayer? Fuck you. Yep. Amen. <laughs> we all agree. Fuck you, amen. <laughs> um, and then you pour the salt into the water in the shape of a cross. You pour the salt. Okay, got like, it. Like you, you know, pour it in and then you mix it well, up and then you're like, I got salt and water. Say prayers on that. Okay. Sprinkle that shit. You sprinkle it on yourself? Sprinkle it everywhere. Oh, okay. Because there's demons everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you get some oil. Didn't say what. Olive oil. Coconut oil. Just just whole, oil? Just good oil. It didn't say which kind. It just said oil. I'm just using vegetable oil. It's cheapest. Okay, canola. Get some yeah. of that Pam spray. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Some prayers on that. And then you anoint that shit. You anoint your Pam. You anoint the person, I think, with the Pam. You just spray their, them in the face. Oh, God. They got to close their eyes. Mm-hmm. Shit's corrosive. Yeah, I mean... Eh, how much can they do when they're all possessed and stuff i don't know if you can really get them to close their eyes but like do your best oh my god this sounds really dangerous yeah it really well it's you're dealing with real life demons here yeah i guess you're right yeah i wasn't prepared Mm -hmm. i just don't think i could do this to a person i don't think my mom could do this to me well then you're gonna have to get a priest to do it because it's got to be done in all these steps and the last one is you got to command the spirits to leave you just gotta say get out of here get the fuck out of here the power of christ compels you exactly but you can't do it if you're you have any kind of fear no you can't be scared at all oh but also you can't be full of anger which (gasps) i was like oh what you can't be like so maybe the prayers aren't fuck you ghosts or demons maybe they're like i love you apparently you have to be full of love and light because demons hate that yeah, you should probably be a priest then, because that's their whole deal. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be very angry that there was a demon inside of yeah, me. Yeah, you got to be like, hey, bro. Like, hey, demon friend. Like, I know. Yeah. I know it's hard. I know your house is, like, really hot, and there's probably no air conditioning. But you got to get out of my friend. You just got to get out. You got to get out of the air-conditioned body of my loved one. Yeah, like, I get it. I feel for you. But, like, mm-hmm. this is not the way and i'm saying this out of kindness like i care about you wow yeah i don't think i could do that like i i think i would have i couldn't be that detached yeah that's why it's hard that's why you need like someone who's studied and like professionals would up like that's why yeah. the catholic church is like nah you you gotta get someone who knows wow yeah mm-hmm. no they might have a point there yeah after hearing that i mean it's tough it's tough i mean you could try it yourself but it's it's not easy so hmm. yeah that's all that's all my general know-how about exorcisms now everybody knows okay. how to do one 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's good. That's good that we established that at the front because then I can um, explain less. So let's transition Mm -hmm. into me talking about the classic exorcism movie called The Exorcist, which, um, yeah, you should know about that movie if you like spooky things. Or movies because it's a big one. It's a big one, um, but that's weird for you to say because I know you haven't seen it. Uh, I have not. It's too scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, though. Like, I'm going to tell you it's not. Like, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um, The Shining? Yeah, it's, like, a little scarier than that. That, that, I mean... The Shining isn't that scary. I just don't think it's a fun time. I just don't think it's a good fun time. No, no, it's not. In fact, um, people threw up and fainted in the theaters when they originally saw The Exorcist in 1973. Oh, man. Several cases of that. It's so not, not a fun movie. Why were people so freaked out? Was it like the special effects were like out of this world? or The special effects, number, first, yeah, they were out of this world. Um, they look gross as hell still. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little girl projectile vomiting all over a room and calling her mom a cunt and a whore. Yeah. And I'm sorry I said the C word out loud, but that's a direct quote from the movie. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's a rough one, You get one, possessed, though. even in a movie, you say some bad shit. You do say some bad shit. Um, she says, your mother sucks cocks in hell to a priest at one point. Oh. So I guess, like, You know what? Could... Good for her. Like, if if yeah. this priest mom is like having a good old time in hell, like no yeah. no slut shaming priest moms. I'm no, just like, it out there. Fuck, like what the that's the best thing you could be doing in hell if you're into that. Like, yeah, she's you making the best out of a bad situation. We don't know what she's into. Maybe she fucking loves it. Maybe she just like loves that hellcock. Anyway, hmm. um, yeah. So The Exorcist is a horror classic. You've probably seen it or at least heard of it from 1973, and it is um, the exorcism in it is based off a real exorcism that uh, the Roman Catholic Church performed on a 14 year old boy in the 40s. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's not made up. And um, why'd they turn it the- into a little girl? It's. I don't know. But like that in the book, the fictional book that was written about this exorcism, the author changed the boy into a little girl. I don't know. Hmm. Make it seem like scarier because girls are supposed to be like good. <laughs> it's I like no more idea. shocking if a girl calls your mama whore than if a boy does. Yeah. I mean, she's a little girl, too. So maybe the age thing. Yeah. Because it's a 14 year old boy and like he's going to call your mom a whore. Yeah. He'll just do that anyway. So, OK, I get it. I get it. That's not that scary at all. Um, yeah. So this 14 uh, year old boy, they call him. He has a couple of pseudonyms because we never find out his real name. So Roland Doe or Robbie Manham. Anyway, both of these names are fake. We don't know okay. his name. Um, so according to his family, after his aunt Harriet's death, his family experienced strange noises, furniture moving on its own accord, and ordinary objects flying or levitating when the boy was nearby. Ooh. Okay, so like the good old fashioned house haunting—that's the one we're okay with. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But it's happening when he is in the room. Always. Oh shit! Yeah, and he's like repelled by crosses. That's mm-hmm. like a huge thing. And, like, when you spray holy water on them, they're like... When did they try that? Like, when was the first time they were like, you know what? We should try out. See what he does with this holy water. Just like... Well, they were very Catholic. 
Okay. So, oh no, sorry. Ugh, I'm wrong. They were very, they were Lutheran, but their Lutheran priest told them to go see a Catholic priest because they do better exorcisms. That's what so we they were brought saying. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought him to the Catholic priest and the Catholic priest, one of the tests is the holy water. Got it. So okay. there you go. Holy water and then putting up the cross and they'll be like, ah, I can't be near the cross. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks and hell, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um. Uh, so the priest is like, okay, rock and roll. We're going to do an exorcism on you, you crazy 14-year-old boy. So they did it at the Georgetown University Hospital. Oh. And um, they, yeah. So it's like a real hospital, which would be fucking crazy to walk on. Yeah. If you're doing your rounds as just like a resident or something. Um, so during the exorcism, the boy slipped his hand out of the restraints because he was tied down, kind of like buckled down, mm-hmm. you know, um, broke a bed spring from under the mattress and used it as an impromptu weapon to slash the priest's arm. Oh my gosh. Smart so the, kid. Yeah. First of all, good idea. Second of all, they couldn't do the exorcism. So the demon stayed in there. Yeah. Um, do we know if this boy like did anything to like get a demon in him? We don't know like anything about him. There are reports that say he's like a bull. He was a bully. People um, regard like his friends, not his friends, uh-huh. his acquaintances regarded him as a bully. And he was kind of like a shitty kid. Like he wasn't good in school and he would play pranks on other mm-hmm. kids that were mean. And yeah. So maybe it was just like a demon that was just like. You know what? He's already primed for hell. I'm again here. <laughs> I identify with this. I was a shitty kid. I was also a shitty kid. Yeah, we did never find out what demon it is. It's not documented. Um, hmm. Sometimes the demon like will talk and be like, I'm the demon of Flergader, and I'm here to eat you. you I've know, heard of that. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flergader. Um, so there's another, I'll, I'll tell you about the next exorcism, because he had three exorcisms total. Okay. And this one was done by Raymond J. Bishop and William S. Bodern, who are, uh, priests. And both of the priests went to Roland's home and observed his bed shaking, flying objects, and the mm. boy speaking in a guttural voice, and, uh, and the aversion to anything sacred you know right any sacred object like i said and uh of course they had to be granted <laughs> this didn't do anything so they had to be granted permission from the catholic archbishop to perform another exorcism from like way up top they had to be mm-hmm. given permission to do this stuff you gotta get it so they got another priest there again because the other priest didn't work out and this time the third exorcism they began to see like words appear on his arms out of nowhere. Oh, like what? words like evil and hell like appeared on the teenager's body and shaking mattress again. And um, this time Roland broke the priest's nose, punched him in the face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, after that, they got the demon out. And it said that Roland went on to lead a rather ordinary life. <laughs> well, then, that's Whoa. nice. Roland? <laughs> Roland, you're really making it for yourself out there. You're so Roland. exorcism works, everybody. <laughs> now, that's great. I mean, Good for Roland. Do you want to hear why this isn't real? Or would you rather just accept that it happened? I, give me all the info and let I will let myself make the judgment. Let, yeah, the listeners will decide. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so there's been a lot of claims with nothing backing it up. Basically, um, there's no documentation. Um, it, it's a lot of hearsay. It's not documented. It's like just based on um, what the priests said that they saw sort of thing. Yeah. And a lot of people really trust priests. So, you know, you can't mm-hmm. discount that. Um, but they knew, like, his parents have said, like, said to the priest, they're like, oh, Roland is, like, a spoiled bully <laughs> yeah. who throws tantrums to get out, to get attention or get out of school. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, the, one of the priests was like, I think he's just mimicking Latin words. He heard, he heard the priest say, like, mm-hmm. he was just mimicking them. But you can't he wasn't make, like, shit sense. fly around. You can't fake that. That's true. Um, that's where the hearsay comes in, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. But they did think that uh, the the marks on the boy's body were just done by himself because <laughs> they found him one time, like looking in the mirror and like putting writing evil on his chest with his uh, fingernail. Oh, I thought they were appearing. They were just there. That's the weird thing, because yeah, it does say that in one of the reports that they were like appearing there. Or they but just, like, then, showed up that morning and it was like, look at all this crazy shit written on me. It's really, like, a stupid amount of reporting. And I mean, there's zero. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, hearsay and, like, stories that other priests would, like, tell. So um, the author of The Exorcist went and interviewed all these people and made The Exorcist out of it, which is not about this family at all and is right. is, is almost completely fictionalized. So just, like, used it as, like, some fun jumping off point yeah he never claims that it's like a thing like he makes up the priest character he makes up the family he made up this little girl who had no Mm -hmm. like so whatever i mean it's it's interesting to know the background but did he throw up he didn't throw up that's Ah, another work of fiction but that's the best part actually but yeah so uh the exorcist includes some of those and more some of those exorcisms and much more information and uh it was a bad deal people did not like the exorcist and but some people love the exorcist but everyone was scared of it it was like very very scary yeah and there are a lot of horrible horrible stories uh besides the fainting and barfing one time during a screening of the film in Rome, guess what happened? A storm surged around the theater as the audience filed inside, and a 400-year-old cross on top of a nearby church was struck by lightning, causing <laughs> it to fall into the plaza below. Oh. Wait, but I'm sure that movie was playing at multiple times. Oh, at- <laughs> the okay. demons! I mean, evil! Randy, the demons! Roman demons! Okay sure yeah yep yeah you know but i mean that's not i'm starting off light there are actually some pretty scary stories about the actual filming of the movie which is said to be cursed Ooh. um by like roland's demon or some i don't know they didn't prove it but uh just by like you know play acting and exorcism like the demons were like oh yeah we can get in here oh yeah i mean if all you have to do is say like hey come on in then, yeah, then, that movie they'd be all over it. They're like, "Oh, the door is wide open. Welcome." Mm-hmm. So, the home that's in the movie where they have the exorcism and the family lives uh, caught on fire and was destroyed Whoa. during filming, just yeah. like accidentally. Yeah, but the room where the exorcism actually happened was untouched by the fire. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. 
it is very weird. Like they couldn't explain it. The director said it was a pigeon that flew into one of the circuit boxes. That's what he thought. So what? could be a demon pigeon. I mean that's that's insane either way. Like <laughs> yeah, super weird. What? <laughs> like, what okay, that's your pigeon. best explanation. Like rogue pigeon oh, into circuit breaker. Maybe a pigeon. I don't know. And it like and- it burnt the whole house except for that one room they filmed it in. Yeah, the one room where all of the actual exorcism and Latin and priestly things takes place. That's insane. Yeah, and there were also reports from the crew uh, that recall seeing objects move about on their own. Um, They saw a telephone that they used to communicate to, like, other places on set uh, rise by itself and fall to the floor. Oh, no. No thanks. Yeah. So the director actually asked, like, a religious advisor, a reverend, to come to set and perform a real-life exorcism. Um, and the reverend said, no. What? It, no, he said, he's like, no, it's only going to make everyone anxious and, like, believe that there's a demon here. Good okay. reverend. Okay. But then the fire happened the next day, and then the reverend was like, oh, I'll come. <laughs> he was blessing. like, oh, I believe you know. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, I think you guys do need, like an exorcism over here i'll help you out i do um, appreciate how like skeptical a lot of priests are though i love that yeah they're like, that's like uh, the i think you're not like i think it's let's, fine let's not jump to being possessed let's consider all the alternatives mm-hmm. um so there's a another a couple other incidents uh during a scene where her possessed daughter threw her from the bed the actress who played the mother uh, was pulled too harshly by her harness and she sustained a permanent back injury oh my the god the scream that came from that pain was so horrifying it was used in the final cut of the film Ooh. from her like ripping her back apart yeah that's uh fucked up and, that might uh, just be wanna... like fucked up 1970s like yeah like stunt effects. work like, should uh... she have like been in that harness don't what <laughs> Yeah. Put someone else in there. Can you, uh, like, test that shit out? Like, something? Yeah, I don't know how much of a curse that is or just, like, shoddy, shoddy <laughs> work, craftsmanship. But, just, yeah, yeah, so um, there's a claim that Ellen Bernstein, who is that actress who hurt her back, she claims that nine people died during the making of the film. Um, here are the confirmed deaths. Uh, actor Jack McGorin, uh Died from a heart attack related to flu after completing his work on set. Not that weird. Okay. Uh, uh, Vaskili Markalos, who was also an actor, uh, died from natural causes at 89. Not that weird. Okay, sure. Uh, a- actors, actor Jason Miller's toddler son was struck by a motorbike and killed during filming. What? That's yeah. not... Good. Linda Blair's grandmother, who is the little kid's grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, a night watchman on set, a special effects expert, and a cameraman's newborn baby. What? Yeah, there's a lot of deaths. That's not that's not regular amount of just like humans that's, dying. That's during a, a year. statistically a lot of deaths from yeah. just like the small group of working people and like small workplace baby babies. Fucking babies, two babies, two babies. Yeah, that's like, weird as shit. And when, oh, oh, and it was all Wait, like what? during the filming period. Like it wasn't like yes. six months later or whatever. Well, I mean, one was the older man was during post production, so that's a little later. But before the film came out, yeah, that's insane. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of deaths, and the voice actress who 
played the demon because the kid didn't do the demon voice because mm-hmm. she's a child. Yeah. It was an, another voice actress. Right. Um, in 1987, which is a while after the movie came out, her son killed his wife and children before turning the gun on himself. What? Yeah. And, Why? Uh, yeah. And there's an uh, there's an extra in the film who an extra who plays an x-ray technician for like a second on mm-hmm. the film. And he was also an x-ray technician in real life. They just put him there. Yeah. Um, in 1979, uh, his name is Paul Bateson, uh, which 1979 is about, let me do some math, uh, six years. Well, it's very difficult for me to do any math after the it's movie hard. came out. It's very difficult. Yeah. Six years after the movie came out, he was found guilty of murder of a film critic whom he what? stabbed in the heart suspected of and he was also suspected of killing at least six other men and disposing of their bodies in plastic bags in the hudson river so they just like casually hired a murderer on their set and didn't Mm -hmm. know yeah he killed one man by crushing his skull with a metal skillet oh my was this like was he a murderer during filming or was this like after brandy i don't know i mean oh my god he was found guilty of murder in 1979, but he had killed six people. Yeah. Over what period of time? Who six, knows? Six years? Maybe? Maybe more? Maybe less? Maybe more? Yeah. So that's a lot of, like, death and destruction and awfulness associated with... Yeah, usually, like, I'd be surprised if there was one murder associated yeah, me too. with the movie. But Turns out there's, like, a murders, lot. That's mm-hmm. a... That's too, too many murderers. That's a lot of murders. And you know what? There's actually, like, uh, more stories. But those are the big ones that are directly related. The rest are like, I saw this movie and I my dog got possessed. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's cray-cray and very difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah, I uh, really don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just bad luck. Did, um like, maybe it was the devil though so clearly the priest they brought in to exercise the film set didn't work no not at all maybe he had fear in his heart i bet he did after that fire i mean maybe he just didn't believe it enough maybe he didn't believe in himself yeah maybe he was just like oh i better do this for these stupid hollywood people so they'll pay me yeah i mean that's crazy but then at least the main actress became like a animal rights activist. <laughs> yeah, uh, her name's Linda Blair, by the way. I don't know why I forgot, but she's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, she just like kind of lives off that celebrity from that, and is like, yeah, let's use this money to like help some animals. Fucking great! Yeah, love it. Yeah, well, that's crazy and super mm-hmm. weird. And mm-hmm. uh, now I'm afraid of all the ghosts that come out of talking about exorcisms, and I'm afraid there's one in my house. Oh, shit. Well, uh, you better get through yours pretty fast then, because I know, I know you got a lot of demon shit to tell me. Yeah, and I know it's it's bad. The story is not a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's not a good fun time, though there's, it's, it's interesting. It's it's very, it's a very popular story. It's, it's the exorcism right. of Annalise Michelle, uh, which mm-hmm. the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose is based on her. Right. So, um, it's... It's not fun. It's not great. <laughs> um, so she was born in uh, 1952 in Bavaria in Germany. 
and she was born into a very religious Catholic family. She had three other sisters. So her parents were super religious. She was super religious. She went to mass like all the time. And uh, she like, I think everyone kind of described her as a like really lovely, like smart girl who like was shy and like very religious, but like just, just sweet and nice. She was not like a Roland type, you know? Oh, okay. Not a mm-hmm. bully. No. She was very nice. She was just kind of like shy and kind of withdrawn. Um, and it might have something to do with the fact that when she was 16, she was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. Oh, and yeah. I don't know what that means exactly, but I know it means seizures and right. like convulsions yeah. and not great stuff. So um, in 1970, when she was 18, she suffered a uh, really bad seizure at the psychiatric hospital where she was staying. And... This was basically the first time she thought that, like, it might be something weird and demony. Um, So she, this was also the first time she was prescribed anti-convulsion drugs, which it's back in like the seventies. Epilepsy drugs, it did not work. Like, what were they? I there was a name for it. Like, it's not a thing anymore. So, oh great. So take that in mind. She like started taking drugs right at this point, and. She started seeing devil faces. Hate that. Yeah. Just like around. And so she like had this really bad seizure. They gave her medication for it. And then she started seeing devil faces. And her like (sighs) hands swelled up all weird. And she was like, Mm. I think this might be more than just epilepsy. She's like, it might be the devil. So, um, in 1973, three years later, she was suffering really badly from depression. And then she also began hallucinating. So, right. oh, she, more than the devil faces. Yeah. More than devil face, like hallucinating while she was praying specifically. Oh, so dear. she was, she was praying. She heard voices telling her that she was damned or that she would rot in hell, which is oh, not good. Not fun to hear. Um, mm. And then she kept on getting treatments at this hospital. They were giving her more drugs and it was not working. <laughs> like she just got worse. Like her depression got worse and she was just super frustrated with like what all these treatments that weren't working. And so she kind of dismissed all of it and was like, this is demonic possession. This is not yeah. some disease you can treat. It's not working. Like doctors can't do anything for me. This is just possession. So she believed it herself. And I think she's the one who like came up with that idea and told her family and people believed her. It wasn't like someone went to her and was like, I think you're possessed. Um, It's because she, she was so religious. Yeah. Like she just very religious. So she rocked the Roland thing where she couldn't go near a crucifix. Also, she like refused to drink water from like a Holy spring, which I guess is holy water. Right. So yeah. she she couldn't do that. Um, would burn and her so, insides. Yeah, and since her family was also super religious, they were like, "Yeah, we think you're possessed too." Oh, so they consulted like multiple priests, and they asked the priest for an exorcism. And all the priests were like, "No." <laughs> all mm. the priests said, "Like, continue the medical treatment. Keep doing that. Like, we think you're just like it, it's just a side effects of your epilepsy and." like the wrong cocktail of drugs which we all know are not great yeah so she did she kept trying to go back and it like got much worse she Mm -hmm. like just physically degraded like she started getting very aggressive she started injuring herself 
Uh, Wikipedia I mean, that's all... said drank her own urine and ate insects. Though, where the fuck Wikipedia got that information, I don't know. Drink? Okay. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Ooh. Like, clear, I I don't know what, like, epilepsy does specifically to your brain, but I feel like there's more going on. Uh, Yeah, me too. And I feel like maybe she's on the wrong drugs. Definitely, definitely. Um... And she and she like wouldn't work with the doctors clearly and was like already against them. Yeah, because so, she thought it. She just was like convinced it was possession. Yeah, she like did not believe. So in no them. doctors. I mean, she tried treatment for three years and it yeah. just made everything worse. So I don't really blame her for feeling that way. Um, yeah. So she met with this priest. Also, taking into account that she's like twenty two, twenty three. Mm. Like she's yeah. very young. And so she met with this priest named Ernest Alt, and he also believed that she was suffering from demonic possession. And so he wrote a letter to the local bishop and said, please give us permission to perform an exorcism. Because like we said, if you're Catholic, you need permission. So the priest, uh, this uh, bishop named Joseph Stangle, granted permission uh, according to some ritual from like the 1600s. Why why is it still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. But and then he also ordered total like secrecy, which I'm like red flag. Yeah, you that's have fucked to, like, up. Be real secret about this like what's going on. And I think they at this point, I mean it's the 70s. I don't think the Catholic Church wants to be like giving out exorcisms all the time. I think they're trying to no. modernize and be like we're not into this anymore. Like this doesn't really happen. But mm-hmm. they did it. They allowed it. Um Annalise started talking about needing to die to atone for the wayward youth of the day. And she was also talking about how shitty the priests were of the modern church. At this point, she also refused to eat. So, like, she was just going south very quickly. Um, And at this point, which, what the fuck, parents, her parents, who were... I can't with them. They stopped consulting doctors entirely because they listened to their daughter who was clearly having like total mental like breakdown. And she was like, don't talk to doctors. And they were like, okay, sounds great. Um, And so they decided to just do exorcisms only, which is so bad. So they performed 67 exorcisms. Which oh ended up being to around two a week, and they were like four hours long, and they performed them over ten months. So between 1975 and 1976, um, during these sessions, uh, she would like talk to herself in demon voice, and demons yeah. would like argue with each other in her head because apparently there were multiple demons. Was she voicing both like sides yeah. of the argument? Yeah, she was voicing both. And so the demons identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Iscariot, interesting, Hitler, and Nero. And I'm like, okay, we got a bunch of Bible dudes. I have no idea who Iscariot is. No, that's Judas's last name. Oh, got it. Um, (laughs) Hitler, what... Who? Well, she's is he a German in the seventies? Does he get demon? He's a fucking. Now? He's definitely a demon. Uh, okay, and now he gets to possess people, 
And then Nero, who's the cray cray Roman emperor, I guess he gets to be a demon now too? Yeah. Um, I feel like Nero might be in like the devil's mouth or whatever. In hell, never mind. Forget it. Uh, I just know that he's like crazy, was super fat, had like a fancy garden full of exotic animals, and played the violin while Rome was burning. Well, I mean, he's then he's a demon. <laughs> he's and a the demon. thing is, like, having all those bad dudes in your brain, that would drive any young woman wild, like, crazy. Yeah, like, probably. why can't she have any, like, good female demons up in there? Like, what's with all these dudes up in her brain? I don't know. Like, if I was going to be possessed, I would want, like, 100% Lilith in my brain. Dude, no one talks about Lilith enough except for us. Except for us, because we love her. I love her. I would love to I would love to have a conversation with De- with Demon Lilith. Yeah. Like she can she can have that. But anyway, she got all these bad dudes up in her brain. Yeah. Um so all of these exorcisms were happening. None of none of them were working for like this whole year. She stopped going to the doctor. So in nineteen seventy six she died. When she was twenty four. What how did what how? So the autopsy stated it was because of malnutrition and dehydration because she was basically semi-starving for the entire year these rituals were being performed. It was like part of it to like be fasting all the time. No, I I think it was her. She refused to eat. Oh, shit. So, So like she refused and she wasn't getting like... Like, she wasn't talking to doctors so they couldn't give her like an IV or anything. She was just like, no. And they... They didn't force her to eat, so she didn't. Um, she weighed 68 pounds as a 24-year-old woman. And I'm God. like, I haven't weighed that much since I was in, like, fourth grade. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, and I don't understand how her parents can stand by and, like, not force her to go to the hospital. Just watch this. her, like, wither away. I know. Like, no I don't doctors? understand how anyone could watch this happen. Apparently, she had... Both of her knees were broken because of continuous kneeling down for the exorcisms. Yeah. And she couldn't move without help. And apparently she also, like, had contracted pneumonia at this time because she was, like, so weak. So all of this together, she just, like, died. And at the... They did an investigation into it. And apparently what the uh, state prosecutor said was that her death could could have been completely prevented... If even one week before she died, they went to the hospital. Oh my God. Like, if she just had, like, the smallest amount of medical treatment, she would have been fine. So what happened? So... Like, did the parents go to jail? Did the priest go to jail? Well, they got charged. The state charged them with negligent homicide. Um, and the prosecution... So the prosecution are the people who want the worst punishment, right? They're trying to get the worst that they can, basically. Um... They wanted fines for the priests, the two priests, and they wanted to find the parents guilty, but they didn't want to give them any kind of punishment because apparently they had suffered enough. Uh, Right? um, And I'm like, they let their daughter... Okay. So even like the prosecution did not want to go hard on them. Um, Why? They had this trial. The parents had uh, their own lawyers, which were sponsored by the church. So the church was behind the parents 
Yeah. Oh my god. So during this time, her body was exhumed, and they like they played tapes to the court of the exorcisms, like they recorded them. Right. So they played these tapes, trying to prove that it was a true possession. What are you gonna? No, we, yeah. So they could like hear the demon voices arguing or whatever. It's just her talking to herself because she was sick. Yeah, because she was mentally ill. But yeah. they, they like the defense's position was she was actually possessed. Oh my god! I know, and then they, it was. It, oh yeah, and they said that exorcisms were legal, and that the German Constitution protected citizens to, for a this quote unrestricted exercise of religious beliefs you killed somebody i know and they were like it's fine though because okay because it's it's religious religious it's fine yeah that was basically what they were saying so it didn't work (laughs) they were found guilty of manslaughter resulting from negligence and were sentenced to six months in six months in jail which didn't happen oh it was suspended and then three years of probation so basically all they got were three years of probation like and even the fact that it was manslaughter and not like Murder. i mean i guess they didn't do it on purpose but it, it was like how can you see that happening to a person and not think oh we should take them to the hospital i mean i guess there is an argument to make for just like religious indoctrination they're just like this is what we should do because this is what yeah religious leaders tell us to do yeah i mean it was it's since been labeled um religious hysteria yeah so sure yeah and also misidentification of mental illness and negligence and straight up child abuse yeah just child abuse well i guess she wasn't a child yeah she was 24 That's but she was under the care of her parents like her parents were supporting her in this but i guess she she wasn't able to take care of herself i don't know what the laws are to take care of herself yeah they were her guardians yeah i mean i don't know she was she could she checked herself out of the hospital and all that so yeah i don't know well it's really complicated i guess that's why there was still like a movie of it yeah like just like a couple years ago yeah and uh also shitty so two years later the church changed its position and said that she was mentally ill not possessed they totally took it back what yeah (laughs) yeah why would you oh my god how could you even like believe them about anything they were like lol never mind (laughs) never mind that's crazy guys there's no way and yeah wow so yeah bad time well i mean like yeah that's a really horrible story and i feel so much sadness and pain for that that person who just had a a mental illness and Mm -hmm. didn't get the treatment they needed or she did but the the treatment like i don't know what the treatment was but it didn't work it didn't work yeah yeah and it's and then again like like i said it's hard to blame her for not believing the doctors because i know because it didn't work and she was and if you're religious you're religious you know like you know you you, you're like yeah of course like god is real demons are real possession happens it's happening to me it seems like well i mean i think the fault really comes in when she was like going south so quickly and like clearly dying that they didn't take her take her to the hospital like anyway like for all the other stuff the hospital you might believe that it can't help 
but for like the malnutrition and the broken knees like go to a hospital like an exorcism isn't gonna fix that 68 pounds you can tell yeah she's gonna die she looked like a skeleton oh my god yeah well that's it's fucking horrifying Mm -hmm. and then let that the court just kind of went along with this hysteria and were like oh their parents yeah. her parents didn't know any better like mm. did they not know any better like come um, on doesn't really make as much oh god i hate like, unless that the story. parents are also mentally ill and that was not diagnosed and they were maybe also deluded no but there are all these like freaking church elders involved yeah like a like two different priests who were there with her like the guy who was performing the exorcisms for 10 months yeah there's a lot of people that knew what was happening Mm -hmm. so uh fucked up story really fucked up um do i think it's actually demons no i think it's undiagnosed mental illness yeah, I don't really believe in demons, but I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't believe in demons from these two examples, but you, are you still scared of them? I'm still scared of them, but like, see, it's the things that I can't explain, which brings up the questions. Like, all these people dying in association of this movie is like, that's super weird. It's fucking weird. No one's ever explained that. I mean, yeah. it, maybe it's just like, just happened, like, just you know, you get yeah. enough monkeys on typewriters, they eventually kill nine people. <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe it's a, just a weird coincidence because that's what happens. But it it is super crazy. And, like, Roland, I don't know. He. It sounds like he might just be a little shitty kid. It might have been pretending. real. I don't know. Like, all the the floating things and the door slamming the shaking things that a kid couldn't reproduce himself yeah i'm like okay maybe then i would believe you but then again that could all have been just made up by people in the 40s being like oh demons yeah no good there's no good recording like recorded Mm -hmm. evidence and then you have the fictionalized version that goes back and influences the the original story always just because that's how our brains work since I, like, so. s- straight up believe in ghosts haunting houses, I could believe that, like, ghosts, like, fuck with people so they're, they get, like, you know, people can get really depressed or people can have weird delusions because there's actually weird stuff happening. That I believe, oh. like, a demon straight up can go into your brain. Not really. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm not I convinced. Say. Yeah. It. It seems like there's some pretty concrete details that this is just, like, undiagnosed or unrecognized mental illness, which happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And would explain why there are less incidences of it nowadays, even though there are these couple of... Except for the weird burst in, like, the 70s. <laughs> yeah, because of because of The Exorcist. Basically. Yeah, and then a bunch of different things. And I think we can do a whole episode about it, actually, but, like, just satanic panic. Oh, the- my God. I- we... Oh my god, we have to talk about Satanic Panic. Yeah, we'll, we'll do another episode about it because in that time everyone was freaking out. They were like, Dungeons and Dragons are gonna turn your children into Satanists. And I'm like, uh, I'm a level six fighter and we don't believe in Satan. Satan's <laughs> not really canon in our universe. Yeah, um, yeah, we can definitely talk about that, but we do have to give some bad advice. Mm-hmm. And my bad advice would be to just like, 
just start summoning demons to your movie set just to get the real reactions from your actors. Oh, yeah. Get that authenticity. Yeah. Like, I want to see on their faces that they really saw a demon. Mm -hmm. So, like, bring them in. Bring in a Satanist to bring in the demons. Bring in a Satanist and them bring in a priest and just have them, like, battle it out. Battle royale. Holy shit. That would be so fucking cool. It would be, like, (laughs) Harry V. Voldemort in, like, the the cage, the golden cage. And Mm -hmm. they're, like, they're, like, wands. They're magic priest powers V demon powers would be those like weird in the like giant whoosh, microphones whoosh, above whoosh. camera guy on like a dolly going in and out oh my god I w- yeah fuck yeah who needs cgi mm-hmm. love it yeah mm-hmm. um i would say my bad advice is that if you're uh into having demon words appear on your skin make mm-hmm. sure when you're like looking in the mirror that it gets reflected backwards so like uh, yes. just a reminder when you're writing like evil death satan fun on your yeah. chest that it will be backwards so like yeah you gotta make sure you reflect that like check mm-hmm. you know on yourself roland did that he was good at yeah that. roland took yeah. the advice he knew yeah, i'm just saying it's like a common pitfall for people who are trying to write demon words all over their arms <laughs> and like throw right. in some latin words spice it up yeah and um, our worst advice of all would be to follow us uh spooky shit pod at dot tumblr dot com mm-hmm. or email us at spooky sh- like spooky shit pod at gmail dot com. And like um, you really should not leave us a review. Do not subscribe on iTunes. Do not subscribe. Do not leave us five stars. What mm-hmm. are we going to do with all those stars? No, we don't need those many th- we, that many stars. Like please, we don't need those many star. Don't need um, it. And well, I'm um, sorry about how bad, uh, how scary bad this episode was. Yeah, sorry about uh, the bummers. This is like true life yeah. bummers. <laughs> Real life bummers. Uh, demons like make you sad, I guess. Yeah, or demons aren't real and just people are sad. Thanks for listening. Sorry, guys. We'll be more fun next time.